Hi, this is Stuart Hardy with All In Sports Outreach, and I'm so excited about another episode of our podcast. And as a reminder, we started this podcast about a year ago as a platform to highlight local stories of faith and sports. So today, I'm excited for you to hear from my friend, Ryan Melson. Ryan is currently a teacher and coach in Coppell, Texas, at Coppell Middle School East, where he coaches football and basketball. I've known Ryan for about a year. He's a true man of faith. He loves the Lord and just has a passion for the gospel and sharing God's love with others. He's married to Laura, and they have a 14-month-old son. Laura's also a teacher at Coppell Middle School East. Um, so without further delay, let's get right into his story. Thanks for joining me today, Ryan. So let's start with uh, sharing a little bit about your story growing up here in the DFW area with football being so big. Let's talk a little bit about that and just tell us a little bit about your family so we kind of get to know you a little bit. Yeah, so uh, my mom and dad uh, moved to Texas when I was uh, around five or six, and so our family came here and uh, growing up, I uh, have a couple o- older sisters, so I know all the uh, the fun stuff that goes along with that. and being teased by them but no they're good to me love my family love uh just the environment that we were able to grow up in and um and i really think that's centered from my parents uh have having such a strong faith um having such a firm foundation that it was uh it, it was really reflected to me and to my sisters um you know just just how to love well um and to do life together that way Cool. So you mentioned uh, your family being strong in faith. At what point in your life did you realize that you needed a personal relationship with Jesus? Um, so, you know, it's uh, growing up in a family of faith, you uh, obviously you get to um, you get to see your parents uh, living out their life and, and living out their faith. Um, you know, it wasn't until much later in life, however, that um, that faith really became my own. Um, and maybe it was a maturity thing without a doubt. It was, uh, a moving by the Holy spirit to work on those, those parts of my heart that were, um, you know, hardened and resistant, but, um, it was honestly the, my early twenties where I really came to faith, um, and, uh, you know, acknowledged Jesus as Lord. And, uh, since then have, uh, really strive to know him more and, and love him more, and then as a result, love people people well. Hmm, that's good. So I mentioned in the intro you're married. You have a 14 month old son. So how did you and your wife Laura meet? Uh, so we met in college. We were actually both servers at a steakhouse. Ah. Um, so we met. I think it was my sophomore or junior year. And uh, we were friends for a while, and then uh, there was just a chemistry there and and started dating and never, you know, never looked back after that. So uh, she is, she really is a huge blessing, and uh, I can't say how grateful I am for her. That's awesome. And she's a teacher, and I mentioned the intro, you're in your second year as a coach and teacher, but you started a career in marketing. So what led you from marketing to teaching and coaching? Uh, yeah, so it was a, it was an interesting, interesting jump. 
Um, I would say if I had to pin it down to a singular moment, uh, it was actually reading a book by uh, a famous pastor, theologian, N.T. Wright, um, called Surprised by Hope. And, mm. and in that, he talks about uh, the resurrection and what that means for us, what it means for the church, and then uh, as a result, what that means to live missionally. And so uh, from there, I, we started to think about, okay, what, what would it look like to to impact kids at a young level, mm. to be able to reach them with the gospel, uh, maybe not always explicitly. Being a teacher, there are those fine lines to mm-hmm. kind of walk. But uh, what does it look like to model that for uh, for people? And you know, there's an even more unique opportunity with Laura and I both being in the same school to model what a marriage looks like and model model what uh, that kind of that covenant love looks like. And so. Um, it, it was really that and just thinking about how can we how can we live out missionally because you know we we can't as a church just export all our responsibilities to the pastors and expect mm. them to do the work um, it's really got to be it's got to be the people doing that work together and and whatever you know whatever field it is you know for for Paul it was you know tent making and and for me it's it's being a teacher obviously I'm not the same as Paul but um, you know the same ideas that whatever area you're in God has ordained you to be in that area um, and so uh, it, it definitely gives a new meaning to work it gives a new meaning to uh, mission and hopefully from that I can you know live out um live out that life faithfully so you mentioned teaching at the same school as laura um some of the positives of you know, a model um, what a godly marriage looks like to middle school students which i think is huge um but are there any struggles that y'all see being at the same school or any negatives i mean spending time together all day every day and i know you're not in the same classroom but um going to work together and you know, is that? Yeah, you know, it's a uh, it's interesting for working at the same place. the The amount of times that we actually commuted together last year were like three out of oh, two hundred wow. days. So, um, you know, we yeah we work at the same place, but um, you know, with with coaching responsibilities and and all the other stuff that we have to do throughout the year. Um, I'm really thankful that I just get to see her throughout the day um, versus, you know, us being at different schools. Um, Technically, I guess she is the sixth grade team leader and I'm on the sixth grade team. So she is, in a sense, kind of my boss, but not really. So So you mentioned a little bit, you know, not being able to commute much. So that kind of goes to the demands of being a coach especially a middle school coach, especially at 6A high school in Texas. There's lots of demands. And you throw in teaching. Um, you're a husband, a dad, a leader in your church. How do you balance that in your own personal spiritual walk? Yeah. Um, so uh, the, I think the number one thing that I've learned is that um, compartmentalization is, is uh, the surest way to spiritual death. Um, and so for me, it's, it's that, that Jesus has to be front and center. Uh, Jesus has to be the foundation. Um, and it's, it's out of that, that power by the Holy Spirit that I can do all those other things. Um, because at the end of the day, um, 
that relationship is is key and being a husband being a father being a coach being a teacher all are good things but if they don't have that foundation that's rooted in christ um then i i won't do any of those well um so it's you know it's being very intentional about um making that time to to pray to meditate to uh read and study and and out of that um you know, it's, it's like making a, a deposit every single day mm-hmm. in that when you get into the hard times, when you, you know, when you get into October and November and you've been going, uh, you know, on all cylinders, you, you can go back to that and you can know, okay, this is why I do that, mm-hmm. you know, uh, because I have been, you know, because I've been saved by grace, I can give grace to others. I can show mercy to others. I can, I can show kindness and love um, it, to others. That's awesome. So is there, I mean, you've been coaching, teaching for a couple of years now. Is there a story that, you, that comes to mind that just an opportunity to show a little extra love or pray with or share Christ with one of your students? Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, I find that the easiest thing is to, to be there for a student to build up that, that relationship and that equity. Um, so that when the hard times come, you can minister to that. And so recently, um, you know, there was a, there was an athlete, there was a student who went through a really hard and difficult situation. Um, and that, that's where being a coach allows you, you have that relationship where you can step into it and, um, you can, you can really let that, that student know that they are, that they're loved, um, that you are there for them and, and, you know, just make sure that they understand uh, they're not in it alone. Um, and so whether that comes down to praying with them, um, just checking in, see how they're doing, offering them a place to live. That's what, that's what we want to be for, uh, any students that would need it. That's awesome. So it's not the easiest of times for especially a middle school student, but any student to be bold for their be bold for Christ in the schools. There's just there's just a lot of other pressures. So we have a lot of student athletes that listen to this. So what advice or encouragement would you offer one from your perspective, um, especially an athlete, to use their platform to to, to take that stand? Yeah. Um, so I would. The, the number one piece of advice that I could give to an athlete, um, you know, is, is, is remember that that middle school and even high school and college years are short. Um, and so what you think may be the, you know, a big deal right now in the long term, you know, in the in the scope of eternity is um, it, it's it's small. Not saying that in in the moment it's not painful, it can't be hurtful, but uh, to understand that um, it will come and go, and and so in that you know whether you know if, if there's there's fear of rejection and sharing the gospel, well that you know that that's going to come along with sharing the gospel. Um, you know, pe- sometimes you you know won't get the reception that you want, but um, in that we're we're still called to love faithfully, uh, and love everyone. And, and then the Lord will move as he, as he does. So good. It's kind of similar question, um, for coaches. Um, 
you know, more and more teachers and coaches are told to not talk about their faith in schools, kind of check that at the door. So being a coach and a teacher and um, a family of teachers, you know, what would you say to a coach as well to encourage them that, you know, don't let culture keep them from bringing their faith in, in the school? Yeah, and so um... – you know, it, it definitely is a, a fine line to walk. Um, you know, and I, I've only been a coach for a few years, but um, you know what the the biggest thing I can say is, um, you know, kids will watch the way that you react and respond to things, um, and they'll they'll see how you do it. Um, so modeling that well for them, uh, and then building that relationship with them. Are, it's gonna it's gonna be key whenever a student finally feels comfortable enough to come to you and, and say this is going on I'm having this problem um, and, and it could be a problem with their peers it could be you know issues going on at home but um, at that point I feel like you are you you're within the right to uh, you know kind of explain um, how how um you can edit that right yeah okay <laughs> yeah so you you're within your right to kind of explain you, your worldview and and why you do the things that you do and and hopefully what that does is it spurs students along to think um really about the big questions because I, I feel like when students think about the big questions and, and they come to you and they ask those and they initiate initiate those conversations then um what a what a great opportunity to to share in uh your experience with christ and uh just the way he has moved and transformed you that's good that's very good is there a favorite scripture you have or maybe one that god has um displaced in your heart recently that you'd share um, I would say the biggest one that I come back to is uh, Philippians 2. Um, so I, I always come back starting in verse 5. To, uh, it's traditionally known as the Christ hymn, but um, just talks about Christ um, humbling himself and submitting himself to the, to the will of God. Um, that he, you know, in his humility took on human flesh and uh, I... I at no point, I always go back to that verse as this is the way I carry myself as a as a husband. Am I living up to that? Am I as a father? Am I living up to that? As a coach, as a teacher, uh, am I humbling myself to the point of a servant? Because that's what Christ has called us to be: our servants. And so, uh, I just love going back to that verse because it is such a it's a heart check for. Uh, where am I at or where's my heart, you know, hardened in some areas. And um, maybe those are things I need to pray about and repent of. And then uh, by God's grace, be able to, um, you know, work towards looking more like Jesus. Wow, that's good. So kind of the last question, if you will, or um, and you've hit a lot of it, but let's go see if there's anything else you want to add. You know, our organization is kind of founded on this concept of being all in. Um, obviously, it starts your relationship with Christ, but we talk to kids at camps, being all in in school, at home, no matter what they're doing. So mm-hmm. 
Is there anything else that you'd like to add about what it means to you personally to be all in? I mean, I think you've hit it pretty good, but um, kind of being all in your walk with Christ. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I, I found that when you are all in and uh, and you you love Jesus and you, and you want to look more like Him each and every day, um, that is going to being all in in that aspect is going to radiate out into all parts of your life and and uh, and, and the hope and dream is you know by the time I've I've hopefully walked with Him 60, 70 years and um, I'll look even more like Jesus. That's that awesome. Very good. Well, I know I know it's a busy time, so thanks for taking a few minutes to kind of share a little bit about your passion for Christ and, and, and young people. Yeah, appreciate, appreciate it. it. Once again, a big thank you to Ryan Melson for joining me today. Um, I hope you were encouraged by that conversation. I know every time I'm around Ryan, I'm just I get more and more encouraged and fired up about um, my relationship with Christ and living for Him and, and making Him known and just hearing His passion and his testimony of the reason that he is a coach and a teacher is to um, be able to take the love of Christ into the schools, but also teaching at the same school of his, as his wife as a way to model a godly marriage to students. Just powerful testimony um, that no matter what we do, whether we're a coach, we're in the business world, we're a student, no matter where we are, if Jesus is our foundation, that that is the key to life and to being all in. Is, is keeping Jesus as our foundation. So again, thanks to Ryan um, for joining us and sharing his story. Thank you for listening. Um, very thankful to everybody who listens to this podcast faithfully, shares it with family and friends, um, and we love hearing from you. So you can stay in touch with us through our Facebook page. Just type in All In Sports Outreach. You can send us a message there. It's also a place to to learn about upcoming events, places for you to pray for us, to serve with us, opportunities to give. Also encourage you to go to our website, www.allinsportsoutreach.org. You can see videos that help understand why we do what we do, um, learn about our leadership, what we believe, upcoming events. Once again, just a way to keep up and to know how to pray for us, opportunities to serve and to give. Um, But most of all, we just thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this podcast with your family and friends to help spread the gospel through media. Until next time.